Hola, hola, it's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my darling. We got a special guest. Oh my God, I'm so excited for today's podcast episode. Our guest, Tamika Wilder, who is a dear friend, a client, a soul sister. She's just a trailblazer in the world of all things sex, embodiment, organ organism, I was going to say, orgasmicness. <laughs> Tamika Wilder is on the podcast today sharing about her new book, Wild Honey. Oh my goodness, this pocket rocket of a book is going to change the game. She shares so openly. She shares really intimately some tangible stuff that you can take away so that you too can become embodied, can become orgasmic. Uh, Tamika is the bomb. I love her so damn much. She's been on the podcast before, so please make sure you head over to the show notes so that you can listen to our last episode we had together. Good fun. We could talk for thousands of hours because she's just such a beautiful human being. And also be sure to check the show notes so you could get this book. You all need this book. Every single one of you that listen to this podcast needs this book, Wild Honey. Without further ado, here is our beautiful podcast discussion with gorgeous Tamika Walden. Tamika, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Hello. Oh my God. <laughs> Welcome back, girl. Thanks, baby. Always Thanks juicy to have you in your sassy, sexy self. I love you. I'm, Thanks, I'm so, I'm so proud of you because what we are talking about today is your book. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my voice was a million percent. So I could be like, bew, 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 bew. <laughs> wild honey. So Tamika, yes. y'all have y'all have heard from Tamika before. She was on the podcast before. And we were speaking some sassy, sexy things. Mm. And now my homegirl here is an author. <laughs> so exciting. Oh, oh my gosh. It. So just as like a preview or a little background for those that uh, haven't listened to the podcast, I hope that you have. But if you have not, we're going to get you to uh, go ahead and go back to the show notes and click on it and listen. But tell everybody, what is your work about? Who are you? Yes. What do you do in the world? Yes, thank you. I um, I'm a sex coach, and I'm a sex coach for mums and for women who want to reconnect with their sex and their pleasure. So that is what I spend all my time doing, is really helping women reactivate the spark inside that says, you know what, sex is important. My pleasure is important. Um, my desire is not hidden away somewhere under a rock. I'm going to pull that back out and really mm. claim all of the joy and pleasure that's available to me in my body. So that's ah. what I do. I love it. Who does not want that and need that? Hello, all of us. Right? Yeah. Fuck, especially mamas. Um, and so this book, your first book, it ain't your last book, but it's your first book. Mm. I feel like it was just yesterday when you were writing this. and. It's fucking crazy how time's flying. Um, it's called Wild Honey. Yes. It is a great name. Tell us about the name because I always love to hear why we call our books. Yeah. What we call them. Yeah, yeah. Wild Honey. It just it just came to me while I was writing, of course. It felt like something I didn't think too much about. Um, but so much, and you'll see when you read it, like so much of what goes on in the book, there is a big kind of um, wild and untamed element to it. Mm. And, and the honey is that, um, is that sweetness and that joy and that pleasure and that abundance and the oozy, gooey, drifty, floaty, fluid, feminine stuff. So, um, yeah, it just felt like a real honouring of, of 
me and also mm. the frequency of the book and the frequency of the words and the story in there. And a lot about what I described was me coming back to a place where I could feel like I'm in my wild, untamed nature and I could really enjoy the sweetness, all the sweetness that life has to offer. Yeah, you're really good at that duality, like mm. having... You know, and I know we're going to get into the book, but, you know, sharing the dark and the light, sharing the scary and the fun and exciting. And I like it, Wild Honey, because it is like, Rah! and then it's like, oh, but it can be it's nice okay. and sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's an important part of like uh, the whole spectrum of being a human, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to accept. The duality of it. And then, you yeah. know, I know that. You talk a lot, not only in the book, but in just your message and your courses and your one-on-one coaching and all the events that you run on embodiment, erotic embodiment. Mm. And let's talk about that. Like, what does that mean for those of you listening? Erotic embodiment. Mm. Like, sounds sexy as fuck. I know. I'm smiling so (laughs) wide. If you can see me, I'm just like, ah, this is my favorite thing to talk about. Well, one of them. Really, um, you know, you might be hearing a lot more of this word embodiment. And it's yes. really about taking the focus from the thoughts and the logic and the reason and the cognition and everything having to make sense and be linear and rational up in the mind, which, you know, there is so much focus on that. And we end up overthinking and feeling like we're constricted or uh, in anxiety and there's a lot going on in the head. So embodiment is about dropping from away from the mind and coming into your sensations coming into your felt experience of the moment, your life, the world around you, your environment. And when you can embody what is true and what you are feeling, then you can take the story away and you can come Mm. to the truth of your body's experience. And that's where you can process lots of emotions. You can process your, your, your everything through the felt experience. So embodiment is a very, very important tool for, for everyone Um, children do it perfectly and really well. They wiggle around and they dance around and they screech and they scream and they cry (laughs) and you're like, sit still, stop, don't do that, you know, like calm down, whatever we say to kids. And actually they're just embodied. They're using their body to like be in the moment. So we, as adults, we need to get back to learning how to do that. That is so fucking true. Yeah. They're just so full expressed from like head to toe, like everything. Yeah. They're amazing at it. Um, So that's the embodiment part. And so then erotic embodiment is really about allowing your eroticism, your sexuality, your pleasure, your playfulness, your wonder, your imagination, your curiosity, your awe, uh, the wisdom of your erotic nature to land inside of your felt experience, Mm -hmm. to land inside of your body. (laughs) I can just, okay. So those out there that are like, I don't feel like I'm erotic I don't feel like I'm embodied. Like what is this going to give them? What do you think? Obviously this is the whole work that you do. And it's Mm. such fucking important work. If you're listening to this high five, we are very proud of you (laughs) because, and we got some tools at the end and you're going to give us tools about the work that you do. But what is that? Like why someone who doesn't feel embodied, Mm. I know a lot of us don't. And then also erotic, like don't need to identify as that. Like Mm. how can we come to terms with getting more of that? Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, a lot of people say, I don't feel erotic, I don't feel sexual. And it is usually because we are thinking a lot about it instead of feeling (laughs) a lot about it. Think of how to be sexual. Yeah, 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 totally. Or we look in the mirror and we go, oh, I don't like what I see. Oh, I feel sluggish. Oh, I don't feel sexy anymore. I'm not the same, whatever. All of our thoughts come in and sabotage a lot of our eroticism. Mm. But when you peel it all back, um, the erotic lives in, in playfulness, it lives in imagination. And it lives in um, fluidity, flow. Um, uh, I always say wonder and curiosity. All of these these things that you can't actually achieve with the mind. Yeah. And our eroticism, you know, we need fantasy to engage our eroticism. We need to make it all up, right? So, and then experience what changes felt in our body when we do allow ourselves to go into play and imagination. Mm. Um, so you know, thinking, oh, I'm not sexual or I'm not erotic or I couldn't even imagine being able to do that, the first invitation is you 
get out of your mind about it and get into sensation. And you can. And it's so funny. I love watching this happen in front of me, my eyes with my clients. It's like someone comes in front of me like stiff and closed and disembodied. And then at the end of whatever experience we're having, they're like, oh, wow, I could actually feel that. I didn't wow. know I could feel that. And it's wow. the best. Mm. It's really crazy too because like what you're explaining feels so like feminine, that that beautiful feminine flowy energy, not so much woman, but that feminine softer like feeling energy, nurture. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's very sexy, like the feminine energy. Yes. And the masculine is very like, how do I feel? Like how do I do the feeling thing? And it's like so many of us, and this may be a whole nother podcast, but yeah. so many of us like as women, those identifying as women, have such masculine tendencies and how yes. we go about living our lives that it's like, you can't be in your head. I remember being in a, the bedroom in my head, yeah. Hamish, my husband, and I was fully like, felt like a man in my head, like just being, <sighs> and he's like in the feminine. And I'm like, I can't do this. I'm not getting turned on. I'm not excited. I'm not here. I'm not present. I was living in my fucking head. So common. So, so common. We, we override that, those feminine aspects to come into control and rigidity and trying and pushing and creating from a place of fear, usually, or from a place of distrust in your own feminine Damn. nature. But rewind that. That yeah. is so good. Like, control freaks, just let go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so we can be embodied if we have not been embodied we can step into our eroticism especially those of us who don't feel like what that is you need to read the book and you're going to give us some somatic tools and things that we can do mm-hmm. but I, I know in the book when you first started the book and what you first shared was big it was deep it was mm. trauma it was like your life your story your past yeah why was it important for you to start that way and like why should mm. we really honor as you say honor your past yeah yeah um people often ask me you know how did you get into this work like why do you do this Mm. and a lot about my past is responsible for who I am now um and was a bit of a motivator but I feel like there came a time where I just really did need to honor a big part of my um sexual trauma and a big part of my story in childhood and as an adolescent and and as a teen and it was important to put in the book because the people that I work with in especially with one-on-one that is usually our first two sessions we can't skip over it Mm. because when you're asking like powerful questions and when you're coming to go all right I'm ready to hit reset first you need to turn around and go oh okay what no longer you know, am I carrying with me? What do I need to let go of in yeah. order to really clear this out and and step forward into my future? So um, I loved also, I loved writing that in Wild Honey because um, it feels like it's a very big part of me. Mm. Um, yeah, and it was a cathartic process as well. And I'm lucky that I've done enough work on it to feel very healed and and emancipated and liberated through that story. You know, you could relate to that, right? It's like, it's not who I am, but it's like who I was and that makes me me. Yeah. And what you went through, I think it's, I don't know what you think, but so many people I feel want to skip over that stuff and it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, let's push it down. Let's let's work on ourselves and let's get what we want. And and I love that you say honoring the past to move forward because it really is like you kind of can't. You don't get to pass go and collect two hundred dollars. The game, yes. the Monopoly game. <laughs> exactly. You got to go around the board. You got to yeah. land on things. Yeah. And your work, like when you speak to your clients, because I know you work with men and women and couples and and, mm. and just moms sometimes. And like, what do you feel? Like they don't want to, they don't want to address. And what, what's the biggest thing that comes up for them? The biggest things that come up are um, uh, messages in, in childhood and in adolescence mm. that they got given about their sexuality and their body and their pleasure. So whether it is from a parent or caregiver or from mm. an ex-boyfriend or lover or from a friend at school, you know, yeah. when you, you tried to share something really bravely with somebody and they went, <clears throat> what are you talking about? And they shamed you. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, when your mom caught you dancing around or masturbating and she said, stop doing that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And you remembered that 
until you were a 45 year old woman, like, and it mm. stayed in your body and it stayed in your mind and it stayed in your sex. They're the things that come forward. Um, or, you know, I was having sex with my boyfriend, we were 19 and he looked at my body and he said something that I will just never forget. And wow. then, you know, he said something really damaging or something really body shaming and it stays with us. It stays with us too. And then like we can take that into every relationship or worse, like you see with your moms, like take it into how we raise our children, Yeah, what we say, how yeah. we create our whole world around this old shit. That's it. That's it. Totally. And there's no reason that we can't process those things. It's not about pretending they never happened. It's mm-hmm. just about taking the memory and taking it from full color to black and white because it belongs still with you, but it belongs in black and white, not oh, full I color. Yeah. I love that. It's like, it's there. It's an old movie. <laughs> yeah, it's an old movie. Not one you need to keep bringing into the bedroom because that's how, what happens. We bring our, our old films into the room yeah, with us yeah. and unpack them in our relationship and on the bed and go, all right, let's do this. And it's not going to work. <laughs> and, and like, what's so possible? I know that you see this, like what's so possible is when you can talk about it in a safe space, right? Like being yes. guided this work as well, by the way, is very uh, specialized and all your training and everything you've done. Like mm. you can't just be going to your therapist and being like, I got issues with my sex. Let's talk about no. it because that is not embodiment right no, there. No. That's like your head, right? Your head's working it out. Totally. A lot of people do come to me and say, all right, I tried to talk to my psycho about this. I tried to talk to my, you know, GP about this, but oh, I felt no. really uncomfortable. And I'm like, okay, sh- it's okay. Come here. You're in the right place. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, you're using your head to talk about how you're disembodied with your head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nope. We got to move. Um, yeah. So important. So for those of you out there that are thinking like shit, I have sexual trauma. I know we've talked about mine, yours, yeah. uh, wanting to move forward and have not only positive, a positive life with yourself, but a positive relationship, positive sex in your life, mm. um, clearing all that shit. So when you do have children or adopt children, or maybe you're a godmother, a godfather of a mm. child, you don't pass down your learned shit. Yeah. And we continuously like, what do you feel like is the biggest thing that's stopping us as a society? Cause it's obviously we don't talk about sex and it's so taboo still, which is mm. fucking ridiculous. Mm. But like, what do you see? Like it keeps getting handed down and we just, the, you said shame before. And it's like, mm. yes. Like I love that you started the book with this because you just expose yourself straight away. Like, Hey, yeah. I see you, you know? Yeah, totally. It is. It is the handing on of shame. And shame is tricky like that because usually when we're experiencing it, we can't, we don't know. Mm. And usually when we're giving those messages to another, we don't recognise it as shaming them. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like, no, no, I just, I love that person. I would never want you to feel ashamed with yourself. However, your tone, the look on your face, your energetic body Mm. and your lack of, you know, work that you've done on yourself is all evident in that moment. You know, Mm. we're modelling all the time, whether it's to our kids or to other community members, we are the living, breathing model of, you know, showing people how to be in the world. So, yeah, it's a full cultural change that needs to occur for us to really dissolve shame from our sexuality and our bodies Mm. Um, our pleasure, our genitals, um, our relationship structures. And, you know, unfortunately there are lots of systems and structures still in place that reinforce negative messaging about our sexuality. But if you're someone who's decided that this is something you want to work on, then actually nothing can stop you. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's on us. It's on us, yeah. People say, how do you do it, Tamika? Like, you must just be so different. Like, you're just a sexual person. I'm not. It's like, no, babe, I'm the same as you. Mm. I just chose that I wasn't going to go to sleep on this stuff. Mm. I just chose that I wasn't going to put my desire under the bed and go, oh, well, uh, I've got two kids and really nice partner and, like, life is good. Just get on with it. You know, this pleasure stuff is really indulgent and it shouldn't be a focus. I wasn't going to fall for any of that bullshit. Like, that (laughs) is not true. Yes. Yes. So I'm the same. Yeah, yeah. And it is. It's like you're sold 
And if anybody listening has ever been in their head about something and then got into your body and realized, oh, shit, actually, I can meditate or I actually can stick to a routine. I can detox from coffee. I can be sexual. You know, like these are things that we we go to hard basket. And like even when I first met Hamish, like I said, it was like, oh, so in my head and I was so rigid and I was so it needs to be like this. It needs to look like that. Um with what we've been told about sex, what we've been told about how a woman needs to do this. And when a dick gets hard, that's when you've done a good job. And then, you know, like it's your job. What? Like all this stuff, the scripts, I call we call them the scripts. Yeah. And we each participate with our, in our own little role. We read the same script every damn time. And again, (sighs) it's fear, contraction, lack of trust, lack of creativity, and really lack of permission to um, fully explore your pleasure because when you're fully exploring your pleasure, there's no scripts don't even exist because also you have the opportunity to unhinge your sexuality and your pleasure from another person and you reclaim it as yours. You say, actually, my sex is mine first and foremost and it doesn't belong with another person. I don't rely on him or her or they or them to touch my body and turn me on. That is you know, as you keep going with this work, you realise how much we outsource and how much we give responsibility to another person to turn Mm. us on and to, like, make us feel something. Um, That's bullshit. That's like saying, oh, I want to, you know, create more confidence or I want to run my business and I'm going to make sure that that person is responsible for that. Huh? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You need to be responsible for my happiness person over there. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. And obviously you can't, I'm just thinking about it. Like you can't move forward. You can't create some different results. If you haven't dealt with what's currently there, what's the current reality of your embodiment of your sex, of your stories around sex, of your, you know, uh, what you're reading, what you're consuming. And like, the more you talk about it, I'm like, fuck, where are my kids going to learn about this? If it's not going to be from us talking and teaching and sharing Uh, and how fucking how many parents don't want to speak Oh my gosh. Girl, that's literally, so we got many. 17 podcasts to do to me. <laughs> I know so many. Gosh. Series number five. I Talk know. to your kids. You got um, quick, quick story on that. I was talking yeah. to a friend the other day and they have a 17 year old son and they were saying, oh, I don't want them to be alone at a girl's house. That's just a no for me. That's a boundary. That's like, no, I'm not up for that. And I'm like, okay, have you guys had the chat like have you been talking to him about it like why is that a no from oh no we haven't or we haven't spoken about anything I'm like yo oh my god you <laughs> cannot be setting a boundary like that that's not setting a boundary that is avoidance yeah so that's not on him like yeah it's crazy like it's seriously it's, yeah it's, it's and the thing is, they're going to do what they're going to do. Like, and, yeah. and, and buying condoms and going, all right, protect yourself. That sounds scary. Like, what do you mean, protect myself from what? Like, I'm going to get shot in the dick. Like, what could happen? You know, like, yeah. These are bulletproof condoms. Like, I, yeah. I just, yeah. we're so funny about it. We're and funny. it's it's weird because all of our systems are set up like this, like rated R, rated M. Like, we can't talk about this stuff. We can't, we don't bring it into schools, like sex ed, like, nowhere and parents are still uncomfortable so like i i honor you for listening to this episode i hope you get the book i hope that you do more work on this because it will affect everyone totally. like it affects us all when we're not doing it yeah yeah we're not working through our shit yeah i had a big aha moment in one of my workshops that i was a participant in years ago where i realized i wasn't here just for me like in mm. the workshop i wasn't doing this work on my sexuality just for me and i broke down i was like oh <gasps> And I just saw all the souls. I saw my children. I saw everyone actually Mm. that this was for because when we do heal this stuff, we heal it for our lineage. We heal it for the ones who couldn't back then and we heal it for the ones who are still to arrive, you know. Mm. It's fucking deep. It's big shit and it's important. Like you just said like pleasure, right? Like what is life about? (laughs) Like. Why do you mm. make the money and go to work? Why do you marry the person? Why do you have the children? Why do you buy the house? Why do you go to college? Why do you, like, why do we do anything? You know, is to be on and awake and feel and yeah. energized and happy. Yeah. And so many of us are, are are numb and disconnected. Yes. And we make decisions from that numb and disconnected place. And then mm. all of a sudden we might wake up one day and be like, oh my God, I was, was I actually just asleep for the last decade of my life? Mm. Like, how did I get here? You know, am I living in 
joy and authenticity and integrity with my highest values and my highest self and like is there pleasure and joy in my world and usually when we can activate pleasure in our body we are more likely to make choices from an embodied therefore pleasure filled therefore a live place yes in integrity in alignment with the spark of life guiding us rather than a deadened numbed out version of like oh well I better just follow this these steps of life right and I talk about this in wild honey I kind of like really like it's a bit Mm. of tough love (laughs) because I'm kind of like hey wake the fuck up Mm. yeah (laughs) feel it yeah. Let's go. It's it's your time to do it. Yeah. And, it, and it's so true. It's like the fullness of a human. Like it's not how much money is in your bank account and how cool your car is and how many followers you have on Instagram. It's like, are you actually enjoying? Enjoy? Are you happy? Yeah. Are you loving? Are you mm-hmm. everything you touch and you do? I think about all, oh, this is a whole nother thing, but our, like our politicians and people in the government, like mm-hmm. they don't work on themselves. Mm-hmm. They have not dealt with their childhood trauma. <laughs> they definitely haven't done work with their sex and their embodiment mm-hmm. and they're fucking running worlds. Mm-hmm. And we call them leaders. It's wild. <sighs> yeah. It is crazy. And it's like all, you all need to read wild honey. You all need to work on your shit mm-hmm. because they're making, they're making moves around the world. And so obviously your work matters. It's important as fuck because it, it implements and it challenges not just sex and embodiment and being erotic, but it, it changes how we parent, how we live, how we have relationship, how we are in community, how mm. we are with the land. Like, yes, and it's everything. Yes, it is everything. Um, I know that you share deeply your story, your trauma, and I really honor you because I know I've shared it myself as well, but it is a big thing. Uh, and I know it's important to be like, hey, don't just listen to me because I'm an author of Wild Honey. Let me take you into my world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's important because people might see you, like you said, and be like, easy for you, Tamika. Like, you're the orgasmic mama. <laughs> yeah. What do you know? You're so amazing and yeah. sexual and beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. It happens. It happens. And, you know, it's funny you mentioned that name because I feel like I claimed that name on behalf of everyone. Right. Yeah. You know, you know that feeling? It's like, I have to hold this beacon actually and be like, Hey, anyone wanting to become the orgasmic mama, come over Mm -hmm. here. Yeah. Because we all are, we all can be, this is not an exclusive club. It's not, um, yeah, it's for you. Yeah. Like she's us. I'm her, you're her, we are it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure you would hear, I've heard every single crazy fucking cover of a Cosmo magazine. That's like how to do this, the six tricks of sex and <laughs> orgasm and G spot and P spot and A spot and wands yep. of crystals in your vagina. And oh, gosh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and while honey, you are dissolving the myths and tricks and bullshit around yeah. sex yeah. Um, again to awaken and enlighten those reading it about some truth. So talk yeah. to me about that. <laughs> Totally. It's very common that you'll see articles. I mean, and you'll see me contributing articles about (laughs) things like, you know, tips and tricks, because it's how people want to consume some information. But yeah, in Wild Honey, it's definitely not a quick fix of anything. And it's not like, oh, if you just twist your hips this way and breathe like this, then you're going to get your 9 million orgasms. That's not it. It's really about cultivating a lasting relationship with your your somatic self, so with your body. Mm. It's about cultivating a lasting and deep relationship with your innocent erotic nature innocent not purist innocent as in before any of the bullshit messaging was dumped on top of it i love that um and i teach you the somatic tools or some somatic tools to help you reconnect with what it feels like to be in your body what Mm. it feels like to actually understand your sensation in such a way that you know you as somebody who has a vulva like Uh, you may or may not know, for example, we have erectile tissue, right? So like Mm -hmm. through the front of the vulva, there's tissue that's the same as a penis. So when a penis gets hard, it gets, you know, uh, erectile tissue is working. Um, (laughs) And we have the same thing, but it just, it's a little bit different. I don't know, Eric, I'm going to ask you a personal question. Do you know that, do you know that moment where you get an erection, where you get your heart on, where you get your torch? You can feel it, right? A thick, like, um, I feel like it's a, (laughs) 
Like a plumping. Ooh, plumping. Exciting. Yes. Yes. It's a yes. plumping. It's a plumping. It's like, good, the good is plump. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, you know, these somatic tools can help you um, magnify your sensations in mm-hmm. such a way that you'll stop saying things like, I just don't have any desire or I just don't feel up for sex anymore or um, I don't have time for pleasure because when you actually start feeling the realities of your eros your erotic yeah. through your body those stories dissolve because you realize it's actually not true because you can feel how beautifully alive you are so mm. that's what i go through in the book uh, you need to get this goddamn book <laughs> i'm like swelling right now it's very exciting <laughs> just kegels real quick yeah. um do you know what I, it's so crazy because i feel like this work and this, this, what you're saying when someone's like, I'm just not on, on, I'm not sexual. I don't feel turned on. I don't feel like I can do what you can do, or I'm just not that. Like they just, they unidentify with what we all have and what we all can do. Not even women and men, they just unidentify with it. Um, And it really sounds like someone who needs to slow the fuck down. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. It is a lot about slowing down and stress, stress, too much cortisol, um, being in fight or flight will deactivate your sex real quick, real, real quick. Because when your whole system's in survival, then it's not of time to procreate because biologically sex is for procreation. It's not anymore because we're evolving beyond that because everyone knows we have sex for so many other reasons. Yeah. Um, So, yeah calm down and slow the fuck down is is part of it and also you know some people write to me and they're like I have nothing I have no desire I don't even want sex I wouldn't even care if I never had sex ever again in my life and I'm like I'm like that's a lot okay okay (laughs) I think you're lying but okay we're gonna figure this out (laughs) that's it I'm like I think you're lying because why are you writing to me Mm -hmm. why are you here are you listening to this episode what what's up what do you want? So you start right back with, okay, what do you want then? If, mm. you re- if that really is dead and gone and you would really be happy if you never did that again in your life, yeah, then we, we shouldn't even be in this conversation. <clears throat> so yeah. starting with exactly what your sexuality means to you and why is this something that it could be interesting for you to start paying more attention to that's really mm-hmm. going to guide you as a bit of a rudder around uh, you know it's not about necessarily reconnecting and having you know sex five days a week with a partner it could just be about using somatic um tools to calm your nervous system because that's mm-hmm. a whole other thing that erotic embodiment does my business sister what's good listen i'm talking to you if you run a business if you want to grow a business if you are running a business and you want to scale that thing and you want to grow it listen i have created our business from zero dollars literally scrounging for coins so that we could buy bread for our family and within three years we've made over a million dollars in our business have a global program and we're making an impact around the world and i do what i love okay i do not work a day in my life i love what i do if you are wanting to grow or scale your business i have a free master class that i recorded a video i have to say myself that shit is fire It is fire and it is called Why You're Not Making Money in Your Business. So be sure to head over to thequeenofconfidence.com forward slash biz mentoring or click into the show notes of this podcast episode. It is such an amazing masterclass. I gave everything I had. I gave actual things, tips, tricks, tangible actions, steps that you can take and important things that you need to know if you want to grow and scale a business to success with integrity, with authenticity. That is important, right? Like we need to be growing and making businesses that feel good where we're doing good work and it's not just about the money. There's nothing wrong with money. Don't get me wrong. We love money. But you need to be making your impact and doing something that feels good to you. I don't believe that we should hate our jobs just to get money. No way. You can leave an impact on the world. You can create money and wealth in your business, abundance and impact. And what I like to say is more money, more impact. The more money you can create as a woman, 
the more impact that you can have on this planet. And let me tell you, do we need the impact? So head to thequeenofconfidence.com, click on Biz Mentoring. There is a free masterclass there or click into the show notes here on the podcast. Get it while it's hot. It is such a great masterclass. I hope that you love it and I hope that it helps you grow and scale your business. Okay, so someone's like, what's somatic? Like when you explain somatic... What is that? If someone's like, what is that? How do I do that? Like, how do I, what does somatic mean? Somatic is anything that is through and of the body. Mm. So when we breathe, it is a somatic expression. When you yawn, when you stretch your muscles, when you blink your eyes, somatic is anything relating to the body. Awesome. Yeah. So it's being in your body. Yeah. Yeah. If you're having thoughts about something, sitting still, scrolling your phone, thinking about it, not a somatic expression, <laughs> completely disembodied. Yeah. But, yeah, anything through the body. So that is the lens of sex, sex education that I take. It's about teaching people the the how-to in the body, not the how-to in the head. Mm. And already um, that, like, grounds yeah. you and gets you out of this mind space freeway that's the head. Totally, totally. But I guess with me, though, it is always it is always a bit of both because, let's face it, like, it's – People need to be heard and we yes. need to on, yes. a, acknowledge those stories and rewrite narratives. And to rewrite narratives, we need to, we do use the language to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I love that about you because you do make it like understandable. Mm. When I first met you, I remember it was like, the work I do is not about fucking wearing snakes and dancing naked around fire and <laughs> that, you know, just that. Like maybe we could do some of that as well. Yeah. But, you know, it's really... Yeah. I love your work and what you do because you make it so you make it accessible. You make it relatable. You, you make it safe. Uh, you take, I know some of your clients that have had big shit go, you know, I've shared stuff with you, like things that we've been through and moved yeah. through and you hold such a beautiful safe space for all Thank to come. You. And, you know, and it's, I think it's important, especially if you're listening to this, you know, that, that you feel it's accessible that you feel like totally you're normal and it's okay. Like, and most of, would you say most of the people you talk to have had some kind of sexual trauma? Yeah. 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 And Same. because yeah, really we're all on a sliding scale of having yeah. had sexual trauma. So yes, everybody. Yeah. Um, and it is something that was really, really important to me in all of my spaces for them to be genuinely safe, a yeah. safe and soft place to land. If you've never looked at this work before mm. um this is kind of yeah where you can come and and be held and go all right cool we start at the beginning we meet you where you are it's not about having major expectations of yeah it's, yeah meeting you where you are and with somatic what do you feel are some of the the bullshit myths that people are being told that you know, like the, the sex myths and the bullshit, like I know we talked about before the crystals in your badge and we're like, oh, my God, be careful with those. That shit stresses me out to me. Yeah, I know. It stresses me out. It's <laughs> fucking crystals in your badge. Do you, but, you know. Yeah, fine. do you? I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't use them or recommend them. I just, I just feel like we already have so much, there's already so much meaning and pressure involved yeah. in this kind of work that you don't need to add another layer yeah. of meaning with like, well, if I use this crystal, then this is going to happen. If I use this wand, then this, no, no, no. I'm going to make money, <laughs> citron and have an orgasm. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah. And yeah, if you yeah. love that, that's fine. It's so fine. They also break really easily. Like as yeah. soon as ever you drop that in the bath, like goodbye, $220. So no. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, other myths. Um, Mm. I feel like there's definitely this stuff around like pleasure um, takes a lot of time and pleasure mm. is specific to the bedroom. I really want to take pleasure away yes, from sex. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pleasure doesn't have to live next to sex and orgasms and masturbation. Um, pleasure lives in your favorite silk blouse. It lives in, you know, your beautiful silky turmeric latte that you might have in the morning. It lives in a moment that you turn off your phone and sit with your face in the sun and breathe deep into your belly and re-anchoring those moments as I'm carving out time for my pleasure. That changes your life. That is so true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
just like think about it that way. No, nah, it's so connected to like pleasure means sexual, you know, mm-hmm. um, and and if you have any shit around sex or any shit around self-care or not looking after yourself like i know it's not the same thing but like the word god always fucked with me because of father mm-hmm. and like my father and then my dad left and i'm like fuck god and fuck my father like mm-hmm. i don't want to hear any of that shit because it had such a connection i know that's really random but yeah i've talked to other people who are like yep the word has this connection so if you're listening and you're like pleasure and sexuality and eroticism and any of those words have a connection to something that doesn't resonate with you like what an invitation to go what else brings you pleasure totally yeah yeah and connection what else brings you connection what Mm. else helps you feel alive and actually turned on by life yeah instead of in the flaccid kind of dormant day-to-day when you turn on to life like that is pleasurable that brings energy through your body vitality radiance openness yes she it is and that's it like there are so many you could layer so many teachings over sexuality and you find that throughout history that's what you know a lot of them have done and then different structures came in like things like religion which i know is super important for a lot of people and it's not going after religion but that's one of the things that people share with me all the time like oh my religious upbringing i just could never i just could never some shame yeah like tied to that yeah wow i know that in the book you share some tools some somatic tools and we don't want to give away too much but for anybody listening who is like about to go buy the book but they want to hear something now what do you feel like is something that you you can share like that's a tool to this i know my audience and a lot of us we be living in our head don't we ladies yes we do (laughs) how do we get (laughs) How do we get out of the head and into the, the body? So the, the tools that I share in, in Wild Honey, I use breath, sound, movement, conscious touch, and placement of awareness. Oh. So those five, <laughs> using those every day in some way um, to help you connect with your sensations. So I go through a few different types of breath. So really think simple things like an even breath that will help you um calm your nervous system or a breath with an extended exhale that will take you into your parasympathetic dominance so help you relax right Mm. um and it's unfortunate because so many people say oh i know how to breathe i don't need to learn how to breathe and it's like cool if we actually did an inventory we actually watch the way that your breath moves through your body and you know all about this with what hamish does and you know yeah. It's like, babe, we're not. We're yeah. actually not breathing. And that is like 101 of um, sensations, 101 yeah. of engorgement and arousal. Sound, huge. So many people are trying to engage with their bodies silently and actually there's such a major connection between our voice box and our cervix and mm. different aspects of our vajuts. Yeah we need to really clear the cachet with our sound. We are so used to hearing ourselves only say words and only make sense and get high-fived for getting something right. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. So these somatic tools, like it's fuck wrong and right. Right and wrong doesn't exist with them. It's literally sensation Mm. and sounding. It's a big one for people. Oh, I love that. I'm taking myself to places right now. I'm like, yep, yep. Breathing and sound. Yes, because it just gets you present and activated. Yeah, yeah. All right. And vibrations through your body, you know, Mm, anyway. This is where I I could go on. You can see what's starting to happen. I'm like... Okay. Um, (laughs) Movement, movement's an easier one because it's it's like the low-hanging fruit. So if we ask people to move and, you know, usually you can sway or rock or wiggle around or whatever. But also with movement, it's really easy to go into performance and to go into, well, I'll move like this and I'll look a certain way. If I move like this, I'm sure I'll look sexy, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. big. (laughs) So this invites (laughs) us (laughs) into a place where it's nonlinear movement and it's not movement for the sake of anything other than to follow what your body wants to do. Um, oh my God, Tamika, I have to say, so you touched on this about like performance mm-hmm. and I, I feel, I don't know about you listening, but I feel that sex can also be, oh, I'm just getting like an aha moment from my past. 
I feel like sex can also be connected to performance. Yeah. When you just said that movement and it's like, do I look pretty? Does this look sexy? And yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it's okay. Sex and performance and movement, they have a place living together as well. Yeah. But if we're doing it unconsciously or we're doing it from a wounded place or we're doing it from a place where we want to manipulate or get power or we're doing it because we're not enough just We're supposed to. Yeah. 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 Just as is. Mm. Then we just need to be aware of that. If we're always moving into performative space, then it's in the shadow lands. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's an unseen kind of something that we need to, okay. Mm -hmm. And there's people out there that do that. They're like, this is what we should be doing. And then they're teaching women to be embodied by moving in this way, as as opposed to, I know you invite people, you're like, just rock, just move, just hum, like stand there and tap your foot, like whatever you want to move. Yeah. Yeah, Wow. Yeah. Mm. I would never teach anyone how to move their body. I would only ever teach them to move it Yeah, and, and show them how they can get to a place where they can move it themselves that's why i love you you're the best i love you too deep integrity this should you need integrity though man because it's not like you just hire anyone to teach you this stuff because it is really like you dedicated your whole life to this and Mm. you know it's clear that there's no this is how it is and this is when you've got there like it's yeah it's an it's a feeling it's an embodiment um okay so we got we got movement yeah that's our movement um conscious touch so um very often the touch we're receiving. So as mums, you're getting touched a lot by our kids <laughs> or a partner or hi friend and you're hugging and it's very, yeah. there's not a lot of awareness around what's coming onto our body. Yeah. So conscious touch is about um, giving some nourishing touch to yourself and it's not masturbation. It doesn't have mm. to be an erogenous zone or your genitals, but it's it's soft, it's self-aware, it's nourishing and you're really focusing on what it feels like to interact with your own skin or your own body. And it could be just stroking your cheeks really softly or stroking your neck or your hands. Um, Mm. And, you know, you can look up something called sensate touch. So this is a technique that um, has been used historically by, you know, psychiatrists and psychologists and stuff for people to come back into the body. Um, So I go a bit deeper into conscious touch and then also being really conscious and aware of how you are being touched by other. So very often we, we get used to tolerating touch that isn't like hundred percent for us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I get it. Amen. I hear the women. I hear them going. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like, Oh, that'll do. It's like, (laughs) that feels like it's about a four out of 10, but it'll get better if I just lie here and don't say anything. Are you trying to start a fire on my vagina? Just all of that shit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And being able to say stop when you need to say stop or adjust or actually, just gonna Let me guide you. Yeah, yeah, all of that, which is definitely a whole other. Uh, it's a whole yeah. other story because that's a, <laughs> a big realm. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's my. Um, I have a conscious communication in the bedroom. Um, people who want to jump onto my website, yes, download a, a free a free guide for communication hacks in the room. That is a very good guide, and um, yeah. we pop it in the show notes for y'all that can get it because. It's true. It happens and we don't know what to say and we don't know how to say it. And I know you guide people and give them the how to of yeah. getting through that space. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So Pleasure those goodness. are the tips. Yeah. That- Was that all of them? Conscious touch. Oh, placement of awareness is the last yes. one. So yeah, it's really, again, about, um, and this is the hardest one for some people because I might say, you know, place your awareness down into your belly or put your awareness in the center of your body. And people who are chronically disembodied won't really know how to do that. The more that you build your relationship with sensations, you'll be able to intend to feel for those connections with self. Um, And it's also things like mindfulness and meditation. So there are things called um, orgasmic meditations and and mindful um, masturbation practices and things like that. And it's really about placing your full focus and awareness on your body and on your sensation and really blocking everything else out. And it's an amazing practice. Um, they're the kind of things that really up your, your orgasmic potential and change your ability to, for example, have internal orgasms or A spot, mm. P spot, yada, yada, when you can really, yeah. 
Yeah. And it's so funny because these these things that you write in Wild Honey is like actual things that are going to support us holistically and on many ways. And then what you might find in Cosmo magazine <laughs> is like, it feels like the froth of the cappuccino. Like it's the froth. Totally. So frothy. You're like it's just the top of it. And you're I like, know, I... Ugh, like very surface level I discussions know, I... that we have about pleasure and sex and sexuality and being embodied. And, I know. Did you read? I actually contributed to the cost to one of. I did see that. (laughs) I did see that. You're like, hey, let me let me have at least they get you to talk about something. Right? Yeah, I was. I was like, yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't like that the headline of this article, but I'm pretty happy to have my voice in it because it needs it. And and the tips that the tips that I actually wrote were (laughs) things like this. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like we remember, like I don't know, five years ago, like they would have never. Oh yeah, hit you up. They would have just went to Mm. the basic thing. So it's an exciting time for us as as coaches, as workers in the space that we're in, because we can. There's no way I was going to share on Channel 10 about, say, take responsibility for your life. Like when the fuck was I going to get to say that on Channel 10 in Australia? (laughs) Like. Never. I'm not a psychiatrist or psychologist, but now this is coming out and we're recognizing. And, and if you're listening to this, like, again, we honor you because it is now our time to, to reclaim back, you know, what has always been ours, but what we have been told is shameful or that we can't access it, or it's only for her, not for me, Mm. only for not people who haven't had children because parents need to be responsible now. Mm. And, you know, or it's, it's not for wogs or for whatever, all that bullshit, like not Christian women or Catholic women, like Muslim women, like we can all get us some of this embodiment and, and yes. eroticism. Uh, and, and what I love about Wild Honey, what I love about you and the work that you do is like, it's accessible and it's for us all. Like you yes. really, fuck, you got a lot into this little book, Miss Tamika. I know, <laughs> I did. Thank you. I did. Yeah. It is it's, like, yeah. Fuck, it's like a rocket pocket guide of like, oh, like, oh. let's go. And I feel like so much was said, but it wasn't so much that it was a big book. It was that you used the time and the attention that it had really fucking well. Like yeah. you really went there and 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 gave it, you did it so well. Thank and I want to just, I love you. So proud Thank of you. you. So incredible. <laughs> Sign believe. me up. <laughs> all the things. Oh gosh. I just can't believe it's not my last book. <clears throat> you know, know that feeling where it's like, yeah. oh no, I've got to do that again. I know, oh. I know. Well listen, we 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 for y'all that are listening, we're just gonna talk like you're not here, but we mm-hmm. we had conversations about like the next book and Hamish is like, what? Fuck, give me a break, because it is so hard to write a fucking yeah. book. Yeah. How did you go with uh, what to put in, what not to put in, how much, how little? Or was it just like, fuck it, I'm just going to – how was that for you? It was tricky. It was tricky. I feel like I, I would have kept editing it forever, but everyone knows <laughs> yeah. that, that feeling. Yeah. But, um, and I, I do feel like there are so many aspects of it that that in itself could be a whole other book. I did mm-hmm. feel like I was, like, having to rein myself in heaps and heaps. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was tricky, but I also realized like at a certain point, I was like, oh, this is not for me. This book is not for me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not even really about me. It's through me mm-hmm. and it's in service. So get out of your own way. Just keep writing, follow the rules, do the thing and birth it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So <sighs> I have so many questions. <laughs> I'm going to talk for 72 more hours. Um, you shared a lot in there. Is there anything that yeah. you didn't share in there that you are going to share somewhere else or what mm. else is coming? What else is, is brewing? Oh, gosh. I could probably do a whole other book on – oh, yeah, I didn't share on kink. I didn't yeah. write about, like um, – Conscious kink and like some of the more that. kind of yeah. Conscious kink. Conscious kink is a thing. That is a fucking great name. It <laughs> is just a whole realm of possibility, um, and yeah, I love it. I love yeah. Yeah. So that um, <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> yeah, coming soon. <laughs> I didn't share a lot on my on my family. Actually, I feel like yeah. I really skipped over the big chunks around my family 
constellation, the yeah. system of my family, and there was lots to learn from that in terms of the way I learned how to be in the world. Mm-hmm. And how we learn how to be in the world from our family really does dictate our sexuality and our yeah. access to our bodies in certain ways. Um, and my relationship styles as well. I only touched on um, open relating, polyamory, you know, yeah. ethical non-monogamy, that kind of world, which I am pretty accustomed to, yeah. um, which is really expansive and kind of explodes people's brains a little bit. Yeah. There's a whole like mini course on that girl. Cause so many people course. want to ask you, I know everyone's like, yeah. so how does this work? So yeah. like, as if you're the expert of it, we're like, I'm working it too. Yeah. I'm just giving this a go. Yeah. 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 That is a whole, um, it's a whole other thing. And yeah, there's lots more curiosity about that these days. Like people, yeah. even if it's not full kind of, you know, starting relationships with other people, but you know, having experiences with a third person in your marriage or whatever it is. Um, Someone like Esther Perel talks a lot about the third and this Mm -hmm. idea of the imaginary third person that can actually come in and help build charge, help build eroticism, help build tension and distance Mm -hmm. because we need sovereignty and autonomy to actually build desire. So people who have become depolarized and just lying down next to each other as best friends every night, you're not, there's no charge there. So, Mm -hmm. so the third, and it doesn't even have to be a real person. um, But this concept Mm. of the third is real, real hot. That's sexy. Yeah. Yeah. And also too, like you're saying that it's like, how mundane is that? Like if, I mean, it would be such an expression of your life. Like you're just laying in bed, missionary style, spirit fingers across the bed. Like I don't really... Night. Another person there. Yeah, yeah, it's like on my phone. Night. Six months we haven't had sex. Like, and this is where like cheating comes in, or the insecurity, or the yeah. desire to have that excitement. Yeah, and it's it feels again it feels like a, such a busy head and such a, a busy life that's not fulfilled and slow. Like if we get slow and we get quiet and we start breathing and we start like you know when someone comes into a session and at a retreat we just go close your eyes. Yeah. Take a deep breath. Motherfucker, yeah. start crying. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The first goddamn time you've closed your eyes yeah. and taken a deep breath. Yeah. And not been like, I'm so busy. I got so much to do. I got to do this over here. And, uh, distraction, distraction, distraction. It's like, oh, get in your body. Yeah. And then doing that with a partner. Mm. So sitting down opposite each other and like breathing together. Connecting. Your shit would turn on. Yeah. It's, it's beautifully connective and so important. Nice. Yeah. 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 Ay, ay, ay. Okay, ay, so. Ay, 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 ay senorita. <laughs> um, wild honey is out and about in the world. It is. Ah! It's, so, on, um, it's on Kindle Amazon as well. So yeah. you can connect to the link for that too. So Kindle Amazon. Where can they get a copy? Um, where, can, where can they get a copy of the book? And then is there going to be another book or an audio book? And then <laughs> like, why, which maybe, yeah. why not? No. <laughs> yes. They, there will eventually be an audio book. Yes. Cool. Oh um, my God. You reading it. That would be so damn amazing. Yeah. I will definitely do it. Yeah. 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 When's yours coming by the way? I won't divert. But like 14 days or something like oh, that. Like, Come on book. Yes. I know. We love audio. I want to yeah. listen to you with your amazing voice. Um, so you can order Wild Honey at debutbooks.com.au or yeah. you can order it um, via my link tree. So if you go to my Instagram profile and click on the link tree, it's the very first thing right at the top. It says order Wild Honey. So just jump right in there and you'll be able to grab it. Um, also Amazon, if you search Wild Honey to Mika Wilder, you will find Ooh. the book. Oh, my God. It's so good. I'm so fucking excited for those of you that are listening to this to read it. Please tag us when you get it. Yes. Tag Tamika on Instagram. She hangs out on Instagram or else Facebook. Yes. Um, at the Orgasmic Mama. At the Orgasmic Mama. Tamika, yeah. I love you. I'm so you excited. Too. I'm so excited for the world that you exist in this in the same timeline as me and that we can do it's super important work. Pretty You're awesome. amazing. Thank you, BB. I love really, you. really appreciate it. Um, I was going to mention as well, I'm going to be doing a course, like a four week yes. course on erotic embodiment. So Ooh. that is oh, like, okay, a- so when, so what is, 
where can I find out about this? Because I know all my sisterhood ladies listening are like, what? Yes. Um, <laughs> Tamika's done some really beautiful work with the sisterhood and obviously live events and, and so much. So uh, can people do it anywhere? Will it be in person? Will it be virtual? Where, how are we going to do this? Yeah. So anywhere, we're going to do it virtually. Amazing. Um, we're going to do it starting August. What's the date I said today? Uh, August 14th is a Saturday. Oh, bam. Yes. Yeah, four weeks' time. Okay. August, August 14th. And you'll get uh, four workshops with me, so four hour and a half workshops, video guides as well, um, Facebook group and workbooks. So wow. you'll be able to really land those somatic tools and know exactly what your own personal erotic embodiment practice looks like and feels like in your body. Um, this is the only, like, face-to-face um, yeah. coaching that I, I'll be doing at the moment. So, yes. Yeah. Oh my Jumping. gosh. So I'm popping all the links in the show notes. Please head over there and check it out uh, and make sure you uh, stalk Mr. Mika on Instagram for this. And when this comes out, get on it because this work is so powerful, so important. Stop telling yourself that you cannot be embodied or erotic or have what you want or be in you pleasure. Can. You, you can. fucking can. You and can. Tamika is going to teach you how to do it. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes. I love Thank you. Thank you so much. I love you too. Thank you for love being you here. Beautiful. thank you so much for listening i so appreciate your ears your time your energy and your attention please do me a favor and head over to apple itunes subscribe so that you don't miss an episode share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it and if you feel called to leave me a review i'd love to know what you think about the podcast i'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to, and I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.